This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. The Department of the Interior has held its third stop on a tour to hear from Indian boarding school survivors. South Dakota Public Broadcasting's Lee Strubinger has more. 78-year-old Rosalie Quickbear attended one of the 31 boarding schools located in South Dakota. The Sachangu Lakota describes being powdered with the pesticide DDT, spending weeks with an untreated broken leg, and getting locked in a dark cement cellar for days. Quickbear describes her experience like this to her grandkids. You see all this horror stuff on TV? Real bad? That's how we grew up. That's why we're like we are. Quickbear says her experience at St. Francis Indian Boarding School still affects her. I thought there was no God. Just torture and hatred. Sometimes I am, I'm still to this day, I'm quiet. I'm off away from people because I still can't really feel that love that we're supposed to know as a human being. Another survivor says every boarding school story is similar. Cheryl Angel also spoke. We were treated inhumanely. It's stories like this the Department of Interior is collecting as part of the Federal Indian Boarding School Initiative. The initiative hopes to identify marked and unmarked burial sites from across the boarding school system and the total amount of spending and federal support for the schools. Interior Secretary Deb Holland was also in attendance. She says the tour is one step among many. That we will take to strengthen and rebuild the bonds within Native communities that the federal Indian boarding school policies set out to break. The Road to Healing is a year-long tour. For National Native News, I'm Lee Strubinger in Mission, South Dakota. The federal government rolled out a new Arctic strategy this month. As Emily Schwing reports, it's unclear what this new strategy means for residents on the ground in Alaska, the only U.S. state in the Arctic. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken announced the new strategy for the government's future policy in a video posted to Twitter. More than 50,000 Americans live in the Arctic, home to unique ecosystems and biodiversity. It outlines four areas or pillars that will guide White House policy in the Arctic in coming years. The last time the U.S. government released an Arctic strategy was in 2013. That version was heavy on military presence in the region. The new strategy also calls for improved military capabilities in Alaska, but includes three other objectives that focus on economic development, climate change, and international relations and diplomacy. It's much more of a a list of goals. That's Amy Lovecraft. She's the director of the Center for Arctic Policy at the University of Alaska Fairbanks. She says the Biden administration has revived Obama-era policies that were discarded by the Trump administration. But she says the new strategy falls short of providing clarity on how the goals outlined might be met. So these are strategic objectives. What I want next are the action items. It's action items that Lyman Hoffman also wants to see. He's been a state legislator representing Western Alaska as a Democrat for more than three decades. How do you make uh, people that are living in the Arctic, uh, their lives affordable to live up here? The food is high. The transportation costs are high. The heating costs are high. Everything is uh, too exorbitant. Hoffman says he'd like to see a strategy that addresses on-the-ground realities for Alaskans. Things like melting permafrost, food security, and the need to relocate remote villages as the climate continues to warm. For National Native News, I'm Emily Schwing. And I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanaka Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. There's no reason to let uncertainty about the election process keep you from voting. That's why AARP created state-specific, comprehensive election guides. Learn more at aarp.org slash election guides. AARP supports this show. Support for the renovated Anchorage Marriott downtown, one block from the Denina Convention Center, close to restaurants and shopping. Reservations are being taken at 800-228-9290. A special rate is available for those attending AFN. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.